0: Learn more at marines.com.
1: This is Ricey at the winter home of the Ride with Ricey. Not very wintery down here in Fort Myers. today. gorgeous day. Uh, had to be in the low 80s. Uh, now evening is setting in here at Hammond Stadium, and uh, George Toma has this field in such good shape, he isn't even out here dragging it. <laughs> Usually George is out here at this time of night dragging the thing. They haven't uh, They haven't done much work on the field. We will have a game as soon as today is the 15th, right? Yes. One week from today, the Gophers will play the uh, Twins here. Uh, That will be the first, uh, that will be the unofficial exhibition, and then the exhibition games start. February 23rd. If you haven't noticed, folks, everything is accelerated about this baseball season. Uh, opening day, they leave Florida, March 25th, their last exhibition game here. I've, I can never remember them leaving this early, even when they would go someplace and play some exhibitions beforehand, and uh, leaving this early, and then they open the season March 29th. I did not realize till I looked, they go to Baltimore, for three, and then they go to Pittsburgh for two oh, before, okay. they, before they come home. They go I to knew Pittsburgh. the Baltimore, but I didn't know they, they went go, they got, The team they're playing, the two, two and two this year, you know, the, the, instead, along with Milwaukee, they play another National League team, two and two. Last mm-hmm. year was arch-rival San Diego, I believe. <laughs> uh, but it's Pittsburgh this year. But it's unfortunate that it's that early in the year because if it was the middle of summer— we could highly recommend that Minnesota people go out there and look at that uh, Pittsburgh ballpark. It's Yeah, fantastic. that's
2: one I've I've never been it's to Pittsburgh, but that's one ballpark. I'm definitely curious to see. It's
1: terrific. My uh, son and I, uh, we used to take an annual baseball trip, and we went out there for a, it must have been 06, uh for a twin series. Just went out and got good seats and sat there, and I remember Morneau hit a big home run, but, man, it was beautiful. The other, the other uh, great thing about that trip was... Uh, there was a furries convention in town at the hotel we were staying, so that that made it memorable. Now that you know, when, the,
2: when did uh, when did PNC open? It's been open for a
1: while now, hasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, because it was open in '06, I think. Was, yeah, I think all oh, the Rusted early two thousands, right? Early so right around the same time, Comerica opened then. Two thousand ish, two thousand one maybe. I'd have to look it up. It's not a real expensive ballpark, and it's not uh, fancy. But boy, what a beautiful backdrop! It yeah, is. It's on, gorgeous on the water there. And when you're walking there, you walk across the bridges. You know, you walk, if you come from downtown, you walk across the bridges, and it's a beautiful place to be in the summer. Unfortunately. They're uh they're always very second fiddle in that town to the Steelers and yeah. now that they're re- they've had their run here they never got they couldn't get out of the first round hardly they lost how many of those didn't they lose 3 of those uh one and done games I think they I know they won. lost one to the Giants cuz Mad Bum went in games. there and yeah. worked them And that team won damn near 100 games that Pittsburgh team that Yeah
2: well cuz there was the one year where I think it was um where was the the Cubs the Cardinals and the Pirates all like they had like the three best records in the National League and yes. they were of course all in the same division they all yes. made the playoffs
1: yeah that was uh it was uh tough to see that club not uh not ever advance and now they're kind of rebuilding again and Pittsburgh will you know the ballpark I'm sure is worn off it's uh joy and they will uh they'll quit on you in Pittsburgh there but uh Uh, I guess they have no choice but to rebuild the thing now. Anyway, today here at uh, uh, Hammond Stadium, the Twins, uh, of course, started first uh, pitchers and catchers yesterday. Today, uh, Fernando Rodney, who had a family issue, Uh, I guess somebody said his daughter might have been sick. Uh, He showed up, and so did Kyle Gibson, who had his arbitration hearing yesterday. We still have not gotten the results of that uh, the result we got today in arbitration: Trevor Bauer beat the uh, Cleveland Indians in arbitration. And uh, as you know, folks, baseball arbitration: the arbitrator picks one figure or the other. And Cleveland, uh, Trevor Bauer was seventeen and nine with a four one nine ERA, one hundred and seventy six in a third innings, and pitched great in the postseason. Uh, he wanted $6.25 million. They offered him $5.3 million, and they beat him in arbitration. I got a hunch Gibson's going to beat the Twins, too, but uh, I don't know why. I'm very surprised that they went to arbitration for $350,000, but they did it. Uh, Gibson's here. Fernando Rodney's here. Uh, the bullpen looks pretty good down here. I mean, not not from watching them throw yet. Some of them have started to throw. But uh, as we were talking to Perky yesterday about not being in spring training, they've they've added Zach Duke, who's going to be a good lefty for him. They got Taylor Rogers, who's a good lefty for him. They got the Hildenberger kid, who's had a good year.
2: Addison Uh, Reed. They've
1: Addison Addison Reed. Uh, They got uh, you know they they they, uh, they. can they can piece together a pretty dang good bullpen? I think, don't yeah. you?
2: Yeah, It seems like with just the guys that you listed off, it's and then you throw Rodney in the mix if he has a good season. Yeah, Rodney could you, be. You uh, figured, yeah, that's going to be a pretty good bullpen.
1: And uh, the boost—they like boosting it a lot too. He's yeah, got a good live arm, so uh, yeah, the bullpen could be good. But boy, they got to get a pitcher here in the next couple three days. That's uh, that's for sure. You can't believe the mob of coaches down here. I talked about it yesterday. <laughs> Man alive, it's a completely different uh, world. I was uh, Billy Smith stopped by to say hello yesterday, and I said, I spent forty years here knowing everybody. I don't know. The, the guys the in the administration, I know Falby I know Levine, I know about two other guys.
2: It's like a coaching the- convention down there now or oh, something. It, oh, it
1: is. It's, uh, it <laughs> is incredible. Well, the guy warming up, there's like five guys standing behind him when they're warming up now. So, I don't know. I'm looking forward to going to Lakeland tomorrow, though, and see, the, uh, see that collection of reprobates. You got Steve Little back. You got uh, you got Rick Anderson back. You got Joe Vabra with them. You got Gardy and then you got I'm sure Dougie McCavege is in camp as the manager of the Toledo.
2: Gardy's uh, got the whole Gardie's, band back together, man. He
1: does. And uh, he's uh he's in an affable mood from what I can tell. So uh, happy to be back and uh you know what? Back with no expectations too, so that's always well.
2: Good. It, it was good to you know. I go back to when Gardy first got introduced with the Tigers, and I mean, he looks good. He looks healthy. He looks like he's ready to get get back into that uh, that job. I mean, I'm sure he was fine in Arizona last year, but he he looks like he's he's. Full of uh, full of energy and ready to get yeah, back at it. Yeah, and it's a good so it's market good for them
1: because they don't overcover the team. You know, they, I mean, yeah. they don't have, even though it's a big city. They don't. The boys uh, who cover the have been covering the Twins for a while. LaBelle and the fellas uh, were telling some Gardy spring training stories uh, the other day. The one I uh, like is. Uh, Jose Maharas, you remember Jose, Oh, yes. left left hander with the good arm who basically ate Hefty himself. Jose, that's hefty, what I call yeah, him. Yeah, and he was not that hefty when he first came up, but he went <laughs> home and ate his home country, you know. I mean it was it was sad. <laughs> so he's he comes back, I think it's the first year, you know. He comes back and uh looks fat, you know, looks big. And uh and Laval or somebody says. Hey, Guardy is is Maharis in shape? And Guardy says he's in a shape. <laughs> oh gosh! Uh, no, he was uh, he was the Guardy. When you cover spring training, basically the manager does his stuff, and then he does whatever he does after the workout, and then he goes in and sits in his office, and the media comes in there, and it turns into a BS session, and lots of questions asked. And Molitor, Molitor's, Molitor's fine. You know, he answers questions. There's a few laughs, but with Guardy, it was always a. And TK was, <laughs> TK was fine too. But it was there were a few less chuckles. But Guardy was always like a laugh fest. It was always a lot of fun. So he was, uh, he was, uh, he was. He would. He got a little thin-skinned uh, the last few years because you know everything was going bad, and he was taking some shots. And he really had nothing to do with the ineptitude they were showing because the pitching was so rotten. Yeah. But uh, he's uh, he's. Pretty well-beloved by the uh, media, at least, that covered him. And I think the fans, for a large part, love him, too. So, Anyway, I'm looking forward to seeing him tomorrow. And uh, you will be at the Venture Bank Golf Show along with Corzo.
2: That's right, yes. I will be there uh, basically from 3 to about 6. And uh, And if the Timberwolves
1: play terribly tonight and get beat... Tell Corzo it's the golf show, and he can only do fifteen minutes of Wiggins' hate. <laughs> Wiggins and Tibbs' hate, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. only fifteen minutes, and he's got to get back to the golf. So, <laughs> all right, we uh, shall return. This is the ride with Racy.
0: Very selfless man. He was very made sure that everybody else's needs were met before his own. Um, he was a hard worker. He worked after school on the weekends, mowing lawns, just helping as many people out as possible. Very friendly, approachable,
1: and very selfless. Uh, today's uh, sports person of the day is Aaron Feiss, uh, who uh, was an assistant football coach at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. And uh, Feiss also uh, worked worked as a custodian and just the most blue collar looking guy you ever saw. When you look at the photos of him, seemed like he was a fantastic uh, fellow, uh, loved everybody. Uh, had a family. He was serving as a security excuse me, security guard at the high school, not a custodian, as a security guard at the high school. And uh, when uh, this idiot came in and started killing people, uh, Feist stood in front of some students and took the bullets and wound up dying, but uh, is getting credit for saving some of the lives of the students. The A.D. Chris Hunter also died at the school among the 17 people who so far have uh, died, and there's more severely wounded. Uh, I heard Aaron say, "No, that is not firecrackers." Uh, one of the people at the school said, and then Feist went out and uh, and to see what was going on, and that's the last I heard of him. They said, but Aaron Feiss uh, certainly uh, died a hero, uh, if, as uh, all the stories indicate. Uh, the Twitter account of the school's football team said Feiss, who coached linemen, uh, died while protecting students from the 19-year-old gunman. Uh, and uh, it's uh, according to his biography on the school's athletic website, Feiss graduated from that same high school in 1999, returned to the school as a coach in 2002, and served as the head coach of the JB team for eight seasons. He also served as the school's uh, college recruiting coordinator. In other words, if you wanted one of their players, you uh, would uh, de- go through him. Uh, a huge high school, 3,000 students. Also the alma mater of Anthony Rizzo, the yeah. uh, the uh, first baseman of the Chicago Cubs. And Rizzo had just given the school, I believe it was $50,000 to put lights on. Uh, on one of their fields, and Rizzo uh, was in uh, Arizona with the Cubs, and uh, flew back home uh, today, uh, Thursday, to uh, spend some time uh, at the school and with his family and with the people affected by this uh, incredible uh, tragedy that uh, we that are, they are going through right across the state here. But uh, you know, uh, it was uh, it's uh, it's just the damnedest thing you ever heard and. Uh, I don't know uh, what uh, what to say about it. Uh, apparently, uh, one of their basketball female basketball players, Maddie Wilford, uh, was hospitalized after being shot multiple times. Yes. And uh, the girls' basketball coach, Marilyn Rule, said that Wilford had two surgeries with another scheduled, and is fighting for her life. Uh, Rizzo, oh, excuse me, Rizzo in November donated 150000 to his alma mater okay. for the installation of lights for baseball and softball fields. Uh, he uh, said uh, today he hoped that the people of Parkland, Florida, would come together in this darkest of times. He will be flying from the team spring training camp in Arizona to his home. Uh, Rizzo, 28, was selected out of Stoneman Douglas by the Boston Red Sox in the sixth round in 2007. Uh, and uh, Steve Kerr, of course, uh, was outspoken on this again yesterday. Uh, you know, he's uh, quite the activist. Uh, and yeah. uh, He uh, said, it doesn't seem to matter to our government that children are being shot to death day after day in schools doesn't matter that people are being shot at a concert at a movie theater. Uh, Kerr's father was shot and killed in uh, 1984 while the president of the American University in Beirut. Uh, It's not enough, apparently, to move our leadership, our government, the people who are running this country to actually do anything. That's demoralizing. Uh, Kerr uh, hasn't pulled any punches and... uh, it was interesting today. Donald Trump uh, tried to say the right things, but he would not mention the word gun. And uh, uh, to this point, most of the Republican Party is staying away from uh, mentioning guns. But, uh, you know, there's there's the they just passed a bill. They just signed a bill in Congress that, that Trump today was citing the fact that this guy obviously had mental problems. And uh and and then Jeff Sessions said, "We got to enforce our gun laws better." Well, they just signed a bill that makes it easier for people who have had issues uh, that were not able to get guns in the past to get guns. And also, this kid bought this gun legally. So uh, if if uh, if some lunatic, nineteen-year-old lunatic, can go buy a gun legally, then we need different gun laws than ones we don't we need to do more than enforce the ones we have we gotta do something else here and i don't know what the hell it is but uh well and you just
2: you just wonder in cases like this too you you just wonder what's going on at home too because something i mean somebody's got
1: to rat out somebody's got to rat out their kid man people got to start ratting out their kid did you see the couple in south carolina this kid this 15 year old as a prank posted something on Instagram or something, day two tomorrow or something, and his parents called the police. So mm-hmm. they identified, uh, identified the Instagram or Facebook post, and they called the police. You need The parents got to be – parents got to start ratting out their kids if they see him tromping around with guns. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
2: I, I mean, it, it's just it, – that's – that's where it starts. I mean, I, I mean, you just got to look at home and what, I mean, if something is going on that's a little abnormal, I mean, you got to look at it and you got to say, okay, what, what is this about? Let's do some investigating. I mean, you can't. You can't really this, brush it oh, off. this kid know? apparently
1: been telling people, Yeah, I'm gonna do this and uh, you know you gotta start taking it seriously, especially yeah. if the guy's kind of a knowing nutcase and he got thrown out of the school. And,
2: haven't yeah. we seen I mean, haven't we seen enough now over the last few years to not you know, to, to not blow that kind of stuff off? Like, I mean you you, you we're, we're kind of at a point now where with all these things that have happened, when somebody said something like that, even if it might seem like they're joking, I mean, you got to kind of take that
1: seriously now. I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's, uh, it's interesting. I got to think the, uh, the, the, we're on high alert down here in Florida. I was uh, not in my development. I was in another development today and uh, just taking a cut, shortcut. And I decided to I wanted to check out it was a nice sunny day and I wanted to spend a little more time in the sun so I pulled off and uh was looking at my cell phone for some stuff and a cop pulled up next to me and said i said am I not supposed to park here?" and he said, "Are you okay?" I said, "Yeah, I'm fine I'm doing fine he said, uh, okay, but I you know I think they're I think they're checking everything that looks yeah. uh, looks like okay, why is this guy parked here?" Yeah, even though it was kind of a little parking area there, so I, I think they're on high alert down here in Florida. But I don't know. It's got to happen. It's got to do. We got to do something. I don't know what it is. I got never people. Got, I said on Twitter, you got the Olympic Games right next to North Korea, mm-hmm. and it's they're safer there than a, your kid is going to high, going to school in the United States of America. Now some people responded to this by thinking I was saluting north korea i was making the opposite point these are they got a psycho running them but you're safer at the olympics than you are sending your kid to high school in the united states so anyway not even high school grade school everywhere else so unbelievable all right we uh, shall return this is the ride with Racy. Things before we get to Johnny Hyde here, Jets. A, I, I greatly enjoyed talking to Earl Campbell uh, during Super Bowl week and I uh, got a nice column about him uh, being uh, involved in Sober Bowl. Well, uh, Super 70 Sports, which is a great Twitter account, sent out a, a little video today of Earl on what we would have to describe as a power run. And it said... Earl Campbell always had an extra blocker on his runs. Earl Campbell, <laughs> you know, was the extra. He's just running over people. And, B, I mentioned this to Manny yesterday, Johnny Height. Mm-hmm. This is my 44th spring training. Mm-hmm. And the Twins have only been here, had 58 of them. And I'm about six or seven ahead of Sid. Because Sid hasn't been here since the late 90s. Okay. I got to be the all-time
0: record holder among
1: Twin City sports writers. I would think so because I can't think of anybody. You know, the guys who worked fifty years were all the guys in the uh, '60s and '70s, and the Twins did not start till '61. And the next
2: time Sid tries giving you a little bit of crap about yes, that's all this right. stuff, and oh, I got I got this statue and that statue, then you say, mm-hmm. "Well, Sid, I've been to more uh, Twin Spring trains."
1: I think I'm going to start. Comp- Campaigning to have the press box named after me. Dying. There you go. Except it might already be. We got the Herb Carneal back home.
0: Yeah. The Fold of Flash already, press this box. This might
1: already be the John Gordon. I'm not sure. Call yeah. it the Fold
0: of Flash. But I got
1: you. John Gordon's a short timer compared to me, for God's sake. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm on the record holder by. Like quite a bit uh, margin, I would think. So it's close, Sid's the closest, but I got him six, seven years. So. I
0: don't know. I think Sid was right in that interview. I think you're just jealous.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I am jealous as hell. I'm t- tremendously jealous. I got nothing named after me, <laughs> <laughs> unless you want to. Unless you want to take credit for people calling yeah. you a. Fat long C word, you know. That's uh, you know, I I got that going for
0: me. Uh, Long C word. I think I got that. You got it. I think I get it. Here's Johnny Height with a sports update. Thanks, Patrick. This update sponsored by Concordia University Online Learning. Get on track to a successful business career with Concordia University St. Paul. Learn online or on campus. Learn more about their business degrees at online.csp.edu. Wolves at home tonight, they will play the Lakers, and tonight's the night they honor Flip Saunders. Pre-game ceremony, Saunders, who coached the Timberwolves for 11 seasons in two different stints, will be honored. They'll raise a banner to the Rafters. Fans will also get a commemorative coin. Flip used to make a coin for each season. would give it to the players, members of the organization, and fans, and also special sneakers have been created for each player. They'll be auctioned off post-game to benefit the Flip Saunders Legacy Fund. Wild in action tonight. They're at home. They have a game against Washington at the Excel Energy Center. Uh, Twins News, Kyle Gibson lost his arbitration case. Oh, really? We already yes. we announced oh. it
1: today. Yeah. I thought he'd win it. Okay.
0: Gibson they just,
1: just came out
0: the No, nope, actually had right? uh, hey, about noon or so uh, all, oh, really? uh, all the writers started uh, tweeting. This, okay. Uh, I missed it. Gibson wanted $4.55 million for the upcoming season. The Twins offered 4.2 mil. The arbitrator ruled in favor of the Twins.
1: So Daniel Adler, the 31-year-old uh, who they brought in, uh, is one and all in arbitration. And all he's throwing at him is a law degree from Harvard, <laughs> an MBA from Harvard, and a degree, at a, and a uh, and a bachelor's degree in commerce from Harvard. Adam. Oh so man, That's he's all... got more education than Calvin's whole administration. <laughs> the only I think, I think Clarky was the only college graduate Calvin ever employed.
0: I'm not sure. At least one start of the Twins uh, were rumored to be looking at is off the table. The Blue Jays have inked lefty Jaime Garcia to a one-year deal. Uh, he'll get eight million. He per-
1: has no loyalty to the Twins. <laughs> We brought him in here. We gave him a start, and then he, uh, he just leaves us at the altar, man.
0: Uh, if uh, the Blue Jays end up wanting to keep him another year, there's a club option for $10 million for the 2019 season.
1: Jaime Garcia and Adam Wilk had the same number of starts, right? Didn't you? Yeah, did I Wilk did, have one? I, thought Wilk I think I, two I two thought we gave Oh, he might have.
0: Wilk might add more starts. Right? <laughs> uh, the Orioles and Andrew Kashner are right. He have agreed to a two-year, $16 million deal. Kashner's uh, 31. He's pitched seven seasons in the big leagues. That surprised me when I read that. Uh, most recently with Texas last year, he was 11-11 with a 3.4. I
1: think I'm just going to break the news that the Twins are going to sign for Lance Lynn. And if they don't, what the hell? Who cares?
0: (laughs) (laughs) What are they going to do to you? Just throw it right out there. It wouldn't be your first time.
1: No. Are you going to sue me? What the hell? I'll just throw it out there. Why not?
0: Uh, Mike Florio reporting that uh, folks in the Teddy Bridgewater camp don't think uh, his contract will be told for 2018. Uh, Trust the Vikings. (laughs) Anybody who trusts the Vikings is an idiot. The collective bargaining agreement says a player on the final year of their rookie deal will have their contract carry over to the following year if they are physically unable to perform through Week 6. Bridgewater was on the uh, pup list through Week 6, but he's likely to argue, according to Florio, that he was ready to play before his comeback date. Also, there have been some reports a player must be inactive for the entire season in order for the contract to toll. Uh, GM Rick Spielman, you might remember, recently said the matter is not in his hands or the team's, but in the league's. Liar! <laughs> the only, uh, the Floria is Floria
1: is, uh, is one of Spielman's bobos, too. So maybe he's getting it from him. I don't know. All right, thanks, John. You bet. The Ride with Roycey. Come on, join me in this fight against crap. <laughs> join me in the fight against crap. <laughs> That's right. On
0: 1500 ESPN. The Ride with Royce now continues. Personal file, 69. Offense. He was giving them the business.
1: It's time for Late Hits. We have another on this day in history. On this day in 1961, the entire 18-member U.S. figure skating team was killed in a plane crash in Belgium. The team was on its way to the 1961 World Figure Skating Championships in Prague. Among those killed in the crash was 16-year-old Lawrence Owen, uh, a, uh, a female uh, who had won the U.S. Figure Skating Championship in the ladies' division the previous month, she was featured on the February 13th, 1961 cover of Sports Illustrated, which called her the most exciting U.S. skater. That might have been where the US, where the Sports Illustrated Jinx came from, huh? Because uh, she got killed uh, two days later. than uh, the so the addition. That edition was on the uh, newsstands when uh, she got killed. Bradley Long, the U.S. Uh, the 1961 U.S. men's champion, also perished in the crash, as did Mary Bell Owen, Lawrence's sister, and Dudley Richard, the 1961 U.S. pairs champion, and uh, the ice dancing team. Also killed was 49-year-old Maribel Vincent Owen a nine-time U.S. ladies champion and the 1932 Olympic bronze medalist who coached her daughters, Mary Bell and Lawrence. Uh, So it was uh, quite the... Uh, Quite the tragedy for American skating, and I I, uh, sort of remember it. The other 38 passengers and crew aboard the Sabina Flight 548, which left New York on the night of February 14th, also died when the plane went down about 9 a.m. in clear weather while attempting to make a scheduled stopover landing in Belgium. Uh, did you see the Anders Lee? You know the kid from Medina who's yeah. got a load of goals for the New York Islanders. He has a uh, a, a fund uh, for to fight cancer called Cancer Jam, K A N C E R. And uh, there is a big campaign among Islanders fans to get rid of Garth Snow, who's been the the hockey guy out there forever, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, they got a GoFundMe page to get rid of Garth Snow to pay for uh, billboards. Uh, They were going to put up two billboards. And any extra money uh, they wanted to donate to Anders Lee's Cancer Jam Fund. And he sent out a notice to them saying he appreciates the enthusiasm of Islanders fans. But uh, he does not want the money sent to his cancer fund. Send it someplace else because uh, he's a fan of Garth Snow. Garth Snow drafted him in 2009, and he doesn't want any connection to uh, the uh, billboards uh, calling for uh, Snow's removal. Apparently last night the stadium rocked with Snow Must Go cheers as Ooh. the Islanders got beat 4-1. to one. Uh, Garth Snow, remember he was controversial here because... Uh, what was his uh, – we, we we were mad at him about something, right? Remember 10 years ago? Gopher. Oh, he said that he, they turned Ocposo uh, Pro. Remember, they turned Ocposo Pro at the oh, middle of yeah. the season, and they said that the, the players didn't develop with the Gophers. Uh, Snow was alleged to uh, – oh, he, it wasn't alleged. He basically uh, gave an interview, and I can't remember to who. In town, but he said the players aren't developed properly with the Gophers, and uh, we, we Gopher fans, the same ones who want Don Lucia run out now, uh, were very upset with that suggestion. Uh, Reggie Lynch, as uh, will not play again for the Gophers, as we said earlier today. Uh, Reggie has uh, dropped his uh, his attempt to be reinstated by not participating in these hearings. Uh, there was one scheduled for today and another on Monday uh, at the university that uh, would have uh, perhaps allowed him to uh, overturn the suspension he's been playing under. He, basic, he and his lawyer basically said he had no chance uh, under this system. Uh, and one reason was the accused are not allowed to ask in-depth questions of the victims. Uh, and uh, he, basically he, his lawyer said he doesn't stand a fair chance. So uh, Reggie Lynch, Donna's a gopher uh, and uh, remains expelled from, expelled from school and uh, I'm sure will not return to Minnesota. Will be interesting to see if he gets a chance to play in uh, Asia or the or Europe or somewhere. If uh, if this thing follows him around, or if uh, he gets a chance to play, he's. I, I don't think he's an NBA guy. Do you, Manny? I mean, even if he, uh, got, uh, I think that, well, he's the, pretty good defensively. Though. Yeah, the shot blocking, big the, man.
2: the the rim protection would would be you know fairly valued. But I don't know if you know he has much of an offensive game that would translate to the
1: NBA at all. So I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, meanwhile, uh, the thought at the start of this season was that the Gopher men's team might go to the Final Four. Of course, uh, Lynch's suspension, and they weren't quite as good as we thought they were anyway. But because right. they didn't have any depth, once Curry got hurt, they had no depth. Lynch's suspension, and then Curry, uh, and then uh, Coffee getting hurt. And now McBreyer Hurt has made them completely inept. And the other thought was that Marlene Stallings, now that the new athletic director Coyle had decided he wanted to keep Patino and actually gave him an extension and had gotten rid of uh, Tracy Clays as the football coach and brought in his guy, could now take his time and look at the women's basketball program and perhaps get rid of Marlene Stallings. Ain't happening. Behind 26 points from Carly Wagner, Minnesota knocked off number 23 Michigan on Wednesday night, 93-87 at Williams Arena. It was their second victory over a uh, a ranked team. The Gophers are now 20 and six, nine and four in the Big Ten. And uh, Wagner was eight of 17 from the floor, six of 11 on three pointers. And she now has 2,055 career points to move into fourth on the Minnesota career scoring list, passing the great Laura Conan, who had 2,044 points from 1981 to 1985. Uh, Wagner is 42 points away from Carol Ann Shudlick for third in the program history. And the great freshman who has really helped turn this operation around, uh, Destiny Pitts, had 10 points and 12 rebounds. They're good. They're they good. Also, they, they, they got, got this uh, kid I never heard of, Godiva Hubbard. Yeah. She had 17 points last night, seven assists, five steals. Uh, somebody came in here and did some recruiting. Yeah. They got, well,
2: they, are they going to sneak into the top 25? Because Michigan was ranked and they beat them. So
1: I Yeah, they and they're know. 20 and 6. They got somebody. They just... They kicked the living jeebers out of Penn State. They're in the yeah. middle of a four-game homestand, and somebody else, Ohio State or somebody else, is coming in here. Uh, uh, Maryland's this week. coming in on Mar- uh, Sunday. Oh, it looks like. I don't. I bet they. I bet they have not beaten Brenda, have they? Since Maryland came in the Big I Ten, don't, I don't think. I they doubt have. I, I don't doubt think if they, they have because Maryland's uh, well, ranked tenth in the country. So she's we'll had see. great teams. Hell, tenth in the country isn't good for uh, Maryland. Yeah, they got to be top so. five.
2: Top five or bust.
1: Remember, uh, was it last year that they played the team in the uh, early season? Uh, either in an exhibition game or, uh, oh, or something yeah, like yeah. that and they, beat them 110 to 16 or something? Yeah, and, uh, and Brenda, and Brenda, had Brenda had some talked about like... it. Brenda talked about it like it was serious preparation yeah, for the season. Yeah, this was great 100%. for
2: our team to get out and prepare and get ready for the season and all this <laughs> other stuff. It's like, okay.
1: All righty, okay, honey. Brenda. Okay. She was a beauty, though. Uh, she, she, was, uh, she was here just the one season. One year. Right? She bailed out. She was here for the turnaround season. And uh, I've loved Whalen ever since because uh, I called her up when Brenda bailed, and she basically said, she thinks she did it. She thinks she turned it around. We turned it around. She ripped the hell out of her. I'd have to go back and look at it, but she that's ripped awesome. Brenda up pretty good. Uh, and I, I loved uh, Whalen. Of course, I loved watching Whalen play too. Well, because uh, Lindsay was already there, right? Yeah, Lindsay like a yeah. sophomore or something. Yeah, Lindsay. Well, that's there? when they turn it off. McCarville came in. Yeah, and she was a freshman, and Lindsay was a, and uh, Lindsay was a sophomore, and uh, they, they had been completely inept with Cheryl Littlejohn. And then, uh, you know, they'd been awful. And they they came in and they went to the tournament with uh, Oldfield. And then she bailed out and became uh, Brenda Freeze again. So she was Brenda Oldfield when she got here. That's her. right. Yeah. And and Brenda Fries is her maiden name, so she got divorced. And, uh, she's had a hell of a pro and has won one national title.
2: Yeah, I think it was 08 or 09 or something like that. She mm. won a national title in Maryland. So.
1: Was Vols still here? Is that why she bailed? She didn't. Uh, I think Vol Was Voles still here? Ah. I think Vols might have still been here. I don't think she and Vols got along too well. I think mm-hmm. that was it. I don't know. We can throw. Who's going to call us a liar? Okay. <laughs> I'll blame it on Vols. Alright. <laughs> All uh, we'll be back with uh, daily complaints first manny give me a review of that uh, coach uh, old uh, coach freeze's victory over bluefield state last year final Mar- score maryland.
2: was final score maryland 146 bluefield state uh, 17
1: 17 and they got shut out in the second half
2: November first, twenty sixteen. It looks like the game was. Yeah, it was seventy four seventeen. Terrapins at the half.
1: And uh, but the Bluefield led three to two. But what was Coach Oldfield's uh, uh, quotes on her team's effort in their uh, victory over Bluefield State? Coach Brenda Freeze says, uh, "I loved our
2: energy and our enthusiasm.
1: <laughs> we didn't play the
2: scoreboard,
1: but really competed." Well, I hope I, I. bet they didn't have a rematch this year, did they? But no, I don't. I, I don't think they met All up again. Right. You got a daily complaint. I suppose we got the same one today. But uh, go ahead.
2: Yeah, certainly. Uh, the 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 big story of the day is just the shooting down in Florida, and and I, I my complaint is just that this stuff continues to happen, and you know I'm not going to get into a big you know gun controlled tyrant thing or whatever, but just something has to be done to to stop this type of stuff from happening because it's just sad and. This doesn't. It doesn't have to keep happening. I mean, there, there's a way to there's a way to to keep this sort of thing from happening, I and mean, we just as a as a country, we've got to figure it out.
1: Well, it doesn't. I mean, you got you got people uh, doing atrocities. You know, you have countries where ISIS is doing atrocities, and in Africa they're doing atrocities. But in any Western civilization. That's uh, organized in any way. There's nothing to compare with this, with the with the number of shootings we have at schools and the like. It's incredible, and I I don't know what you can do about these animals. I saw a Megyn Kelly thing today, and you know, of course she used to talk right wing stuff on Fox, but she's she's she gave up today. She just said, I don't I don't don't. She's, basically she said everybody's going to say. We got to do something. We got to do something. I mean if the Vegas thing didn't if yeah. the Vegas if the mass massacre of people from a hotel suite up above with a gun that could fire that far, if that didn't do anything, what's what's anything? What 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 is going to happen? So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. It's a happen. sad deal. It is uh, terrific, uh, terrible, but uh, hats off to the uh, the fellows at the uh, school who uh, tried to save lives by sacrificing their own life. And, uh, you know, that's a big high school. There's a lot of alums there. I think Stu Gotts had some connection to that. I heard him talk oh, about really? it today, Okay. So. All righty. Uh, you guys have a good time at the golf show, and I'll talk to you Monday. All right.